If you're into music or furniture, you're going to wince when you hear this sound. It's the sound of pianos being smashed up. It featured in a short documentary, 88 Keys by Esther Johnson. Esther's piece was one of three commissioned by a group in Britain called In the Dark, and Wexford man Connor Walsh, who's part of that group, sent me the three documentaries. You can hear the full programmes on their website, inthedarkradio.org. I'll put a link on our webpage. But here I'm just going to play extracts from the three. As well as the piano smashing one, there's one about how people deal with their dead in South Africa, and it has a great illustration and explanation of keening. However, the first extract I'm going to play for you is from a documentary called Cuts and Bruises by Steve Urquhart. It features a barber who boxes, or a boxer who cuts hair. Two round sides, round at the back, up the ears. My name's Ian, been a barber for 15 years. Thin it out on the top, got the ball spot so you can try. You have to be physically fit, stay focused. And then do the And um do your best to be the best. Training hard, fighting easy. If you make mistakes, you pay for them. If he fights as well as he uh, barbers, it's going to be a knockout. Let's just go out and do this. <laughs> Round one, ding, ding. I just went for him. The rule got me so excited that I, I, I went out to try and finish him off in the first round. First round, Ian completely stuck to his game plan. Long punches, lots of jabs, lots of moving. It's a tiny little ring, so as soon as you move, there's punches on you. When the bell went again for the end of the round, when I went back to my corner, my coaches were telling me to breathe. And I couldn't. I was just gasping for air. I, was, I couldn't breathe. They put a bit of water on me. My mum used to head, uh, be a hairdresser and uh, she was more to the ladies and so she always had, um, from her course, she had her machines. So I used to nick her and then cut all my, boy, my, my friend's hair. And I got started, it was in my, in my bedroom. I used to cut hair for a fiver in, my, in my, my old bedroom. For a fiver ago, yeah. So over 15 years now. I was about 15 years old, man, yeah. This is uh, Champs Barbers, which is in uh, central London. Boxing themed barber shop. I have a boxing memorabilia from all ages, all over the walls. Big inspiration to me, you know, a small guy going up and fighting all the big guys and beating them up. One of my first memories was in Colombia. My granddad took me to get a haircut, you know, and the, the barber was wearing a waistcoat and he was very, very elegant looking. He introduced himself to everybody that walked in through the door, but everyone seemed to like to know him. He spoke to everybody and gave him advice and he made everyone laugh and made everyone comfortable in his shop. It was old school and it was traditional like our shop. I'm, I'm a traditional kind of guy, I mean, my mum argued with me about getting this chair. Why are you going to get a 100-year-old chair? I said, Ma, because if this chair 
it's actually porcelain on chrome and it's got uh, alligator skin on the alligator leather you know you know after loads of careful negotiating with some funny guy in Chicago that told me that even our components sat down on this chair um, I managed to negotiate a good price and I got it down and you know he shipped it over and it's here they don't make them like this no more. They don't make them like this no more. They don't make them like this no more. Oh, no, that's not even all over. They don't make them like this no The judge in one chair. If you make mistakes, you pay for them. The criminal in the other. Even our components sat on this chair. I'm pretty proud of it, yeah? Ding, ding, I go out for the second round. He might have punched himself out a bit, but it's, it's better to be tired from punching the guy than from getting punched. He caught like a, you know, a bit of second wind in that. And he went right at me. The guy then sort of got some, some fresh arms and was swinging and I sort of grabbed him and I said, who wants this more? You want him? He said, I want it more. Because they show me. I hanged in there with a right hand for too long and I leant over and he caught me on the top of my head. Bing, bing. Second round was done. Ian from Cuts and Bruises by Steve Urquhart one of the winners of the Soundbank competition run by the In The Dark group in London, and you can listen to the full piece on inthedarkradio.org. There you'll also find a piece called Underground by a musician and a radio producer working together, Simon Atwell and Kim Winter. They got together to produce, as it says on the site, a delicate portrait of death and mourning in South Africa. Every kind of they pray, they shout it, yo. He said that in this house, she was working all these years. He said that the lady was working all these years for the for to put food for my kids on the table. And the kids will see what their mother doing. They, they are lucky because they still got the, the father. The mother sleeping in the coffin. Their mom sleeping now in the coffin. She can't walk anymore now. She won't walk anymore now. We're all going to die. Say we're all going to die. The amazing thing is only them, their mom. We're all going to die. Don't cry anymore because your mom is gone. He said how that that kid is lucky because their mom go straight to heaven. Mazin said now mom is not here and don't care about the father. They must also bury their father like they bury their mother.
an extract from Underground by Simon Atwell and Kim Winter, a short documentary on death and mourning in South Africa. Finally, an extract from 88 Keys, described on the In the Dark website as an audio montage on the increased disposal of pianos. We had a beautiful piano that was walnut, I think. It had brass candlesticks. It was wonderful. The memory is that it was from Dresden. It, it didn't look very grand at all. It didn't sound fantastic, it had to be said. You know, it wasn't the best piano, but, you know, it served its purpose. Back in the day, every high street had a piano shop. There was lots of companies selling pianos and they needed supplying. The cost of restoring pianos, unless it's of a certain quality, it's just not financially viable to restore. A lot of the pianos that were made in this country during the Edwardian period were fairly low-grade instruments. For us to spend lots of money on restoring them, it just doesn't make sense. And you can only keep so many pianos in stock. They just end up taking over the whole factory and warehouse. So periodically we have to uh, get a skip in. Nobody wants it, so it ends up getting broken up. piano itself. There were a few keys which were really dodgy and sort of wouldn't quite stay where they where they needed to be. So it was just a bit of an ugly big thing in my lounge room. It took up too much space. It had belonged to my great granny who was a great pianist. I can picture it because we have a painting that my dad did of it. They take the panels off, so they take the front panel off, the keyboard cover off, the bottom panel out take the action, the action normally just lifts out. And then a couple of well-aimed bangs with a sledgehammer, one on one end of the cheek, which is the end of the keyboard, one on the other end of the keyboard. An extract from 88 Keys by Esther Johnson, one of three winning commissions in a short documentary competition run by a group in London called In the Dark. Normally they run listening sessions, in the Dark, where small groups gather to listen to audio work and radio documentaries. It sounds a bit old-fashioned and outdated, but believe me, it's a great idea. The documentary and one team have been part of such sessions both here and in the UK in recent years, and it's a whole new way to listen to the radio. The link to inthedarkradio.org, where you can hear the winners in full, is on the Curious Ear section on the Documentary on One website. Just go to rte.ie slash docon1 and click on the tab marked Curious Ear. 